What's going on, everybody? My name is Coach Chris, and this is the Living Beyond Failure podcast, a podcast designed to help you start living beyond your failures of the past and live beyond where most would otherwise fail in the future. Thank you guys for being here with me to level up in life next to me. I love doing life with you guys, and I can't wait to help you with more of these podcasts, some valuable information, anything I can do to help you succeed and become the best version of yourself. I also want to say thank you for taking or being patient while I took the time to step away and make sure I was catering to all of our clients that were starting their New Year's resolutions with their health and fitness journeys. This is the busiest time of the year for me, so I had to make sure that I was on top of my game for them, which is why the podcasts were a little bit delayed. Better routine, better structure down now, so we're going to get back to it. Today, I wanted to cover what I've been engulfed with in my life for the past, I don't know, two, three weeks, and that is health and fitness. I want to help you become the best version of yourself this year through proper dietary practices, through proper training practices, through proper recovery practices. And I think that would be appropriate for us to talk about today because some of you can afford or want to apply for training, programming one-on-one, but some of you can't afford it. Some of you are a little bit nervous and want to start on your own first, and I totally get that. So today, I'm going to make the effort to give you the best general information that I can to help you be successful. Because every person is unique, every person's an individual, which means I can't get to every person specifically, obviously in a video here, but what I can do is give you rules that are going to apply to about 90, 95% of you, and hopefully it's going to help you start your journey if you haven't already, all right? So diet 101, training 101, and other stuff one-on-one, let's do this. First things first, most of you wanna tone up. So we're gonna make the assumption that this is about toning up. If you're gonna build muscle, just know you're gonna do basically the same things, you're just gonna have some extra calories in there, okay? Be in a slight surplus with your calories. But for those of you that wanna tone up or those of you that wanna lose weight, this is where we're gonna start. I wanna make the first point here, and the first point is diet is about 80, 85% of the weight loss or toning up journey. 80 to 85%, did you hear me? 80 to 85%. That is a massive amount of the work that you should be doing. If you're going to the gym, but you haven't meal prepped your food yet for the week, you're doing it backwards. Because what's gonna happen is, you're gonna feel great about going to the gym, but you're gonna go eat all the bad foods, then your weight isn't gonna drop, and then you're gonna say, why is the gym not working? You're gonna blame the gym, but it's not the gym, it's your lack of effort in the kitchen, and that's just the reality of it. It's such a big part of what you do. You should never step out of your house to go exercise unless you have your meal and diets down first, which is why we're gonna talk about diet first. To start, you're gonna need to know how much you need to eat, and you should know what types of foods you should be eating. We're gonna make this general here, but like I said before, it's gonna work for a lot of you. So. If you go to a website called calorie.com, you're gonna be able to put in all of your personal information and it's gonna spit out how many calories you should have in a day. If you're trying to lose weight, go into a deficit of calories, it'll show you that too. One pound loss, one and a half pound loss, two pounds loss per week, it'll give you that number. That's the amount of food you wanna eat in one day. You can track that by putting in all of the food that you eat into an app called MyFitnessPal. Okay, so if you wanna track it, if you wanna get real serious with this, that's where you can do it. You can also look at portion sizes, but if you haven't done this before, it gets a lot harder to judge how much food you're actually consuming throughout the day by doing that. One thing you should never do is get to snacking because then you really have no control over how much food you're eating throughout the day. You have no idea how much you're eating throughout the day. Snacks are what kill a lot of people's drive 
and ruin a lot of people's results. So don't get snacky, just eat your meals. Eat the food that you have planned to eat, okay? Once you have your calories from calorie.com, you're gonna break those calories down into certain macronutrients. This is important because you need to know how much protein versus carbs versus fat you're having. A lot of you are on a high fat diet right now. It's just natural. That's what people who are not trying to be fully aware of their health and fitness journeys all the time are typically doing. They have high fat consumption without even realizing it because you truly don't know what's going into your food. A lot of places cook with oil. A lot of places add butter, cream, cheese, coffee creamer. All that stuff has high fats in it and you don't realize how much you're actually consuming. These fats have nine calories per gram. That's a lot of calories per gram compared to protein and carbohydrates that have four calories per gram. If you're looking at things by volume, you can eat double the protein or double the carbs and still not have the same number of calories by volume that you do in grams of fat, if that tells you anything. That means you could, basically, if you were just looking at a plate of a protein versus a fat, it would almost be like you have double the protein and you have half of the fat over here and it's just not that much food, so you're gonna be hungry even though you're eating the same amount of calories. So that just put that vision in your head. So let's move to how many of each types of macronutrient you should have. You should have roughly 30% protein in your diet. Men, you can do about 35% protein in your diet, okay? Ladies and men, 40% could come from carbohydrates. That's a good number to go for. And then men, you could have about 25% of your calories coming from fats, whereas ladies, 25 to 30% makes a lot of sense for you. You should have a little bit more fat than the men do. It's just more, it's natural for ladies to need that for hormonal balance. So 30, 40, 30 for you ladies, 35, 40, 25 for you men. That's a good general rule of thumb. If you need to figure out how to calculate how many calories that is per gram of, or not per gram, but calories in general per macronutrient, you can check that out online. I'll put up a guide on my website for you guys on Beyond Failure Fitness to where you can track this as well and it'll teach you how, okay? But that's the general thumb. You'll have to look the other stuff up on, on the YouTube or whatever, okay? So the reason why we have that much protein is because we're trying to build muscle. Ladies, don't be afraid of building muscle. It's very important that you do build muscle. You're never gonna look big and bulky like me. You're just gonna look like a more tight and toned version of yourself, okay? And men, you can still build muscle while you're dieting down. It's highly important that you do that. It's gonna make the entire dieting experience easier too because muscle takes more calories to keep it running properly than fat does. So as you lose the fat, you build more muscle, dieting is gonna become easier, okay? Second point, don't be afraid of carbohydrates. They're not bad for you. They give your body energy. And if you eat the right types of carbohydrates, you're gonna have a ton of energy throughout the day. You're gonna be able to stay fueled through your exercise routine. You're gonna have continuous energy throughout the day because you should be spacing your meals out evenly and have a good amount of carbohydrates with each one of your meals, okay? And then the fats, hormonal stability, cognitive function, it does a lot for your body. Now that you know how many calories and how many macros of each thing you should have, we're gonna move over to the meal timing and meal preparation section of the diet. Sounds boring, but meal preparation is probably one of the most important things that you can do in any fitness journey, regardless of what you're doing. The reason why is because everybody says, 
I ran out of time. I ran out of time, coach. I couldn't get to my meals, but I did go to the gym five days a week. What did I tell you guys when we started this thing? If you're going to the gym before you have your meals prepped, you're doing it backwards. Shift that around. Get your meal prep done before you go to the gym because diet's 80 to 85% of the game. And I'm gonna say that again and again because I stand by it. Now, meal prep doesn't need to be a big old thing. It doesn't need to be a big old thing that you just hate, you dread doing every time. I'll tell you guys quickly how I meal prep for an entire week in an hour or less. What I do is I get my air fryer going, I get my pressure cooker going, I get my stove top going, I get my oven going, I get my rice cooker going. I have five appliances going on at once. In the pressure cooker, I do all of my chicken breast, 10 of them from Costco, okay? And it turns into shredded chicken, it takes about 40 minutes in the pressure cooker and it's amazing. While that's going, I go over to the air fryer and I put my potatoes in there and I air fry my potatoes, okay? While that's going, I go to the stove top and I cook my lean ground beef. While the lean brown beef is going, I go to the oven, I put in my veggies, and I oven bake the veggies. Meanwhile, the rice in the rice cooker is going. These all take a different amount of time. And when I set it up properly, I'm able to put all of these things in their cookers, in their appliances, and they all finish at the same time. And once they're all in cooking, I'm able to go do other stuff while they're cooking. In reality, I probably spend about 20 minutes cooking, and I spend about 40 minutes waiting. And then I do the cleanup after and I have all of my food done for the entire week. It takes an hour, okay? If you wanna be successful, you're gonna prepare your foods. That is so essential. I cannot express how important that step is enough, right? So you can get the hint there, do your dang meal prep. Now, what I do with these things when they're done is I put them in giant Tupperwares. That way I can pull from these ingredients as I see fit throughout the week in order to meet my macro count, in order to set up my meals the right way. I have some potatoes sometimes, I have rice the other time, and I like to have fresh veggies and fresh fruit cut up in the fridge so I can have those as well, okay? What I can do with these foods is pretty incredible. I can make tons and tons of different dishes. I'm not just eating chicken and rice and vegetables every day. I get low calorie La Banderita tortillas and I make tacos with low fat refried beans, okay? I have salsa in it. I have a little bit of low fat or non-fat cheese inside of it. I put some rotel in it. I put some lettuce in it. It's amazing. It tastes like a normal taco. I put seasoning in it because it tastes like taco seasoning's not the end of the world for you. It's got 20 calories per serving and it's low sodium. Boom, I got full on tacos for dinner and they're amazing, okay? This stuff doesn't have to taste bad cook everything in bulk, pull from it, and make meals out of that. All right, cool. Now that we got the diet down, let's get the diet spacing down. You're gonna want to space your meals out pretty evenly throughout the day. The reason why you wanna do this is because you wanna have a continuous intake of protein to keep your muscles restoring themselves throughout the day. You also wanna keep your blood sugar stable, which means you're gonna wanna have carbs throughout the day at a, at a normal dose throughout the day as well. If you're doing exercise really hard and heavy, you're gonna to wanna to load some extra carbs up before you go in and after you get out of your routine in the gym, 30, eat 30 minutes before, eat about an hour after you're done with the gym, but most people don't have to worry about that, okay? Keep the meal spacing even, and you should probably have anywhere from four to five meals per day. When I say four or five meals, don't get intimidated. That might be three regular meals and then a couple of snacks, okay? It's not full on going out to dinner and having five meals like that. So don't worry, it's not too much eating. 
and you'll be okay. You're gonna make it. The other thing I wanna emphasize here is that you should be drinking about three, four liters of water every day. It's easy when you get a big gallon jug and just carry that with you or half a gallon jug and carry that with you. It reminds you to drink the water, but it's super important for you to get the nutrients into your system the proper way. So make sure you're drinking a gallon of water as well. Okay. That, that about covers it in general for the diet. So let's move into the training. If you're a beginner, it doesn't need to be agony in the gym. Start with three days a week exercise for strength training. Do about 30 to 40 minutes. As your body gets better and better at it, you can up the time or you can up the frequency. Go four days a week and then go five days a week. If you're intermediate, you should probably be going about four days a week for strength training and your sessions should be about 45 minutes in length. If you're advanced, then you should probably be going five days a week, maybe six days a week, have one rest day at least, and your session should be about 45 minutes to an hour. You can get it all done in that amount of time if you're really focused on getting the work done and not messing around while you're in there. Sometimes I like to go a little bit longer because I like longer rests in between, but that's for people that are really advanced, pushing themselves and their muscles need more time to recover, okay? So it really is just to start out three days, 30 minutes per session if you're a beginner. Next, your cardio session. I have a big love for cardio. The reason why is because no one likes doing it. This will callous your mind. Doing the hard things like cardio on a regular basis is gonna help you continuously create a habit of doing hard things. It's just the reality. In fact, I like to do my cardio in the morning simply for the fact that, not because I like fasted cardio, if you've ever heard of that term, people throw that out there all the time. I don't think there's anything that special about it. But I do like doing the hard things first thing in the morning because it makes the rest of the day really easy. Okay, so if you're into that kind of stuff, give it a shot. I think you're gonna love it. It helps me carry energy throughout my day. But I recommend that everybody, regardless of who you are, does cardio at least four days a week for 20 minutes per day. If you're on a weight loss journey, go for five days a week. If you're new to this stuff, maybe you train for exercise for uh, three days a week doing the strength training, and then you try to do three days of cardio as well. And do about 20 minutes, okay? Incline walk on the treadmill with your heart rate around 135 beats per minute is where most of you are gonna to wanna to be. That's the fat burning range. You have different ranges where your heart rate, or it's actually called your VO2 output, but for simplicity here, we're gonna call it heart rate, okay? But basically, you have a fat burning range, and as soon as you go above the fat burning range, you get into a performance range where it's better for your cardiovascular system. But if you're trying to stay in the fat burning range and do this for aesthetics, you're gonna to wanna to stay at about 75% of your maximum heart rate. You can do this by taking, a general rule of thumb is taking 220, track your age, and then multiply it by about 0.75. And that'll give you the heart rate that you wanna stay at. For most of you, like I said, it's gonna be about 135 beats per minute. Do this for 20 minutes a day. It's so easy, guys. You can do your emails while you're doing your cardio. You can listen to music. You could put on a podcast. I'm trying to learn Spanish right now, so I'm learning Spanish while I'm walking on the treadmill. People in the gym think I'm crazy. I'm talking to myself in Spanish that doesn't even make sense because it's not really good Spanish. It's shitty Spanish. But that's what I'm doing during my time on the treadmill. It's so easy. I read books on the treadmill. All of my books have those weird wrinkly pages because there's water and sweat all over them. But it's slow enough at that pace, at that heart rate to actually do things while you're on the treadmill. So make it a point to make that happen on a regular basis. When you do it, it's gonna become routine. You're gonna feel the fat falling off of your body and you're gonna love it because you're gonna like your look, like your energy. It's just a good experience after you get through the hard part of simply starting and creating the habit, okay? The times that you should train and do cardio. There is no good time to train. The best time to train is when you feel 
your best. But there is one note about the cardio portion that I wanna make, and that is that you should never do your cardio before you train. You need that energy while you're training, so make sure you train first, and do the cardio right after. Or you could do like me, where I do my cardio in the morning, and then I have a meal in between my cardio session and when I train. And that works out really well for me because I have enough time to recover from the cardio and restore my energy with that meal in between. Other than that, I wanna get into some specifics on some general daily health practices that are gonna be good for you. First of all, start your morning with some gratitude, okay? It really does a lot for you to breathe in the morning and say some positive things about you, to start your day on a good note. You have to have that good sense of encouragement in your life speaking highly of yourself in the morning. If you wanna carry a good mindset into the day, that mindset is gonna carry you into the gym as well. But if you're speaking down to yourself, if you put yourself in a negative headspace, you're gonna carry that with you throughout the day and you're likely gonna to wanna to turn away from things like the gym that are difficult because you already started by making your day difficult. So this is, positive speech is as much a part of your health routine as anything else is. The next thing is drink that gallon of water. I'm gonna reiterate that because it's so important, okay? Three, four liters, I just say a gallon here in the U but get that gallon of water in to help you with your nutrient flow throughout the day. The last part of this is your vitamins and your supplements, okay? Some of you may have a hard time getting in that much protein. It's okay to have a protein shake. If you're gonna do a protein shake, make sure you get an isolate protein shake. The reason why you do this is because isolate protein is purely protein. It doesn't have carbs and fats inside of it. It's not like a mass gainer shake that has all this extra stuff inside of it that's gonna take away from the calories that you get to eat throughout the day, okay? You're also gonna to have to take some vitamins. I think it's pretty important to take vitamins, one being a multivitamin, just in case you don't get those, they're called micronutrients, right? So you have your macros, the carbs, fats, and proteins, and then you have your micronutrients, which is your lipids, your vitamins, your minerals, all your proteins that are all those things that make up, or sorry, your amino acids, that all those things that make up your hormonal balance and your proper bodily functions throughout the day. A simple multivitamin is gonna do wonders for you if you're not getting the proper vitamins in, so make sure you take one of those. I would also recommend something like a fish oil, okay? some omega-3 fatty acid for yourself. It's gonna help with your cognitive function, it's gonna help with your joints, it's gonna help hormonally, so make sure you're taking one of those. Another thing that I always take is D3. Your body, no matter how much sunlight you get, could use some extra D3 the majority of the time, so I'd highly recommend that. If you are going to take another supplement in addition to those, I would highly recommend creatine for basically everybody. Creatine is gonna give you more endurance and stamina during your training exercises, your strength training exercises while you're in the gym, and it's okay to take for any person. People worry about creatine having you hold on to water weight and weighing more. Don't worry about that if you've heard about these people talking about creatine and making you gain weight because of water, don't worry about it. It's not really a real thing. There is more water inside of your muscle, but that's a good thing for you as far as muscle recovery goes. I would also consider glutamine, okay? You're gonna be exercising, you're gonna wanna recover quickly, so glutamine is a good addition to the vitamin and supplement stack. Aside from that, I know it was a lot of information, guys. You just need to get some good quality sleep, okay? Good quality sleep. I get about six hours a night. I could definitely use some more, but six hours is okay for me. I would like to have eight. If you can get eight hours of quality sleep, that is gonna be very important for you. And those of you that say you don't have enough time to go to the gym, you don't have enough time to get that much sleep, I challenge you on that because I know a lot of busy people, a lot of busy parents doing many amazing things. They have crazy businesses and they still find the time to do it. So if they can, I think most people can. 
It's just a matter of creating the space for yourself. Do you actually plan your day? Do you put your clothes out ahead of time? Do you have your meals packed ahead of time? Do you have your strategy for the day and have things time blocked in your Google Calendar, making yourself a success story the next day because you don't have to think about anything or make any decisions. You just flow from one thing to the next. Ask yourself, do you have your day truly optimized? If not, you don't have any space to say you don't have time to do this stuff because you haven't set yourself up for success in the proper way yet, right? right. So a lot of information for you guys. I hope that was helpful. I hope you enjoyed it. I will be here creating more podcasts for you. So until then, thank you guys for being with me. Comment on this podcast if it was helpful. Comment on YouTube if you're here on YouTube. You can go to at K-R-I-S-Z-I-Z-O on Instagram or TikTok. That is where I live. You can holler at me there as well. On YouTube, it's Coach Chris. Go there, check this video out, and let me know if it was helpful. Also, let me know what other ideas you have for me because I'm here for you guys. I'm here to make your life better, okay? So until next time, let's continue living beyond failure. I can't wait to talk to you guys soon. Peace.